Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. What's up, Adi? What's up, Michael? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're excited to be here. Uh, we've got a kick-ass episode for you today. Today, we're going to talk to you about the proven method to learning faster. And the way that this came up is that we were we are about to put out our 21-day challenge. It's a challenge that teaches you how to set your own macros and actually stick to them for 21 days and when to adjust them which when is when to cool. adjust them and yeah. a ton, and it gives you a ton of education and we were talking about why we've seen it be so impactful in other people and i think the biggest reason is because of something about the way human beings learn and it really taps into that part of them so we're going to talk about basically how to learn anything faster and yeah that's what we're going to do so before that we want to thank all of you for leaving your reviews, leaving your questions on the website. It's been so fun to start to interact with you in that way. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I Part of my, you know, when you do that daily check of things, when you get your phone in the morning, you go to your text messages, you go to your social media, you go to... You go uh, and check out the new questions? I, oh, the no, reviews. The I reviews. click on the podcast app, I check out our podcast, and I'm like, are there any new reviews for me to look at? <laughs> She's just, a fiend. She's I, a fiend. I'm a praise Fiend. So I really appreciate you guys. We put our heart and soul into the things that we are doing on the podcast. So um, it feels really good. And we're um, just grateful to hear about what you guys are taking away from it and what you're learning and, you know, just once in a while, just telling us that you just like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, we've got some kick ass. I didn't, I didn't tell you this, Adi, but the last round of questions that I listened to on the recorder, oh, amazing. Uh, we've got some amazing ones. So oh, guys, really? if you don't know what we're talking about, you can send us questions in audio form and we will play the question and answer it on the podcast. And this last round, we're, we're going to have some really cool podcasts come out of this. So if you're interested, go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash podcast and scroll down to the start recording button. Leave us a concise message with your name, where you're from, and what your question is. And if it kicks ass, we're going to answer it. Yeah. So let's get into this. Why do you think it's so important in the first place to learn how to learn faster? So one, I think that there are like so many opportunities to learn these days. You, We live in a world where just access to information is higher than it's ever been. And it's free. It's free all over the place. Free access to information. So I know I've suffered from this. And I know so many people I know have just, you want to consume all this knowledge and you want to learn. And then it can be really frustrating if you can't catch on quickly or you're not learning at a rate at which satisfies that hunger. You don't feel like you're making progress. Yeah. You don't feel like you're making progress. And then as adults, it's a lot harder to feel like you're not making progress. Of course, you're not going to be as good when you first start something and when you start, but learning how to learn faster can help you get there quicker. And then it can also help you feel or have access to the progress that you are making. And it gives you confidence and self-esteem. And then of course you can learn more things if you can learn faster. So in like this ever-changing society of being able to like, things are just 
just changing so rapidly, being able to learn on the fly and being able to learn quickly is a huge skill and asset to you in this environment when things just change. It's also, you you may have touched on this, I'm not sure, but it's also like innate in us to want to learn and grow. For and sure. so when we know how to do that as efficiently as possible, we're tapping into something like really deep within us. And I like to, I, I sort of feel like a kid when I'm learning something new. And I don't know, it makes me feel like I'm more youthful. It seems weird to have to learn how to learn, but I'm, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but I've definitely felt this. Like I want to learn how to do something, but I don't know how to learn it. And I just get so overwhelmed by the, like the not knowing how to learn that I just give up. So whether it's, I wanted to learn how to do art and then I can't find an art class that like fits my schedule. So I can't find this exact person who can teach me and hold my hand the whole way. So the idea of learning it myself and figuring that out is so overwhelming that I just get demotivated and I don't learn at all. So we're talking about how to do it, um, how to learn quicker. And um, this is something that we've been doing for uh, the past five years at least. Yeah. And if you if you really feel like you have a good hand, handle on this, I think it can really improve your sense of confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you, you know, if you graduate from school, you get out of school, like formal school, and then you think your learning is done and you don't continue how you don't continue learning how you learn best and how to do that most efficiently, you're probably going to get beat by people that are just more innovative than you and want it more than you. Mm -hmm. You also will probably be full of fear and self-doubt because you don't really know how to maximize your skills. And I think that this comes about from a couple of different ways. First off, the school, the traditional school system teaches us that learning is for school, not for after school, right? It's for reading and being lectured at. And when we're done with school, we're done learning. And then also there are more opportunities in the world because in the past, you could have been in a job for 30 to 40 years and you retire and you get a pension and that's it. But nowadays, we can have a new job every three years. A new job every three years. And not only that, like the kinds of jobs that we're getting now are in industries that are just changing so quickly that having the skills to be able to flip, to be able to do something else, like the most successful people are people who are innovating industries and are able to adapt with the changing times. Um, There isn't as many like new jobs that are just, you're doing the same thing every single day and it's not changing and there's no need to learn and grow to, in order to continue to be successful. And I know people listening to this podcast are in the place of, I want to grow. I want to succeed. I want to have an impact. I want to make a difference. You're going into an environment where that skill is highly, highly valuable. Yeah. And and taking initiative is highly valuable. So like doing things that aren't even in your job description and going out and learning that thing that no one else in your organization knows how to do is extremely valuable. For sure. We have some people in our organization that take it upon themselves to do stuff like that and they become incredibly valuable to us and really inspiring to us on how we can be better, you know? So I really encourage you guys to like really take what we're talking about in this podcast to heart. And I feel like implementing these things can really make a difference in your life. So now we're going to talk about a four-step process that we've used to learn a number of different things. You with the keto experiment, me like sort of with the keto experiment, um, learning how to podcast better, 
we created a personal development program, like a, a bunch of different things that we really dove into headfirst and learned rapidly. So this is the exact process that we've used. So step number one is set up some sort of experiment with a start and an end date. So the I'm going to let Adiz share all about her keto experiment in a little bit, but at the beginning of this year, we both said, and I, I, I keep saying I did it halfway because I didn't, I didn't follow it the whole time, but we said we're starting on January 1st-ish and we're going for the next 90 days. And one reason I think this is powerful is because if we don't, well, one thing, actually putting in writing and saying with your mouth, I am doing this thing, I am doing this experiment or I'm starting to learn this thing, it starts to immediately change your identity, like who you think you are. When you express either on paper or to others, you know, I am doing this new thing, I'm learning this new thing, it puts you on the hook and it starts to change your identity into feeling like I'm the type of person that does this thing. To give you a concrete example, um, I'm doing a bunch of solo podcasts for the for the Brute podcast recently. Um, and Listen using to this, them. they're good. Check them out. Pretty pretty awesome. They're pretty short. Some of them are under ten minutes on one and a half speed. That's like four minutes of your commute. So definitely definitely check it out. And for years, I've wanted to do this, and I've just thought like I'm not I'm not good enough for this yet. I'm not ready for this. And as soon as I did like two or three, I started to think like. I'm just the type of guy that does solo podcasts well, now. And I now think it's not nearly as hard. That's a key point too. Like the I'm I need I'm not good enough yet. I like I'm not ready to do this. That is a little bit of what we're talking about of the like I need to learn more. And if you want to learn faster so that you can be the person who does solo oh, podcasts, ahead. you go on a I we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Uh, you can do that. I won't. I won't reveal the secrets quite yet. So number one is set up an experiment with a start and end date. What's number two? So actually do the thing. So do the thing and don't just read about the thing. Do the thing. And I highly recommend doing it a hundred percent. So meaning, you're going to do solo podcasts and you put. Um, some boundaries or stipulations on what that exactly looks like. I did a keto experiment. That meant I was going to be in a ketogenic diet. I was going to get into ketosis and I was going to follow the rules. So I was not going to it consume a tremendous amount of carbs because that's not in the rules. You know, I was very strict and I did it a hundred percent so that I could actually be immersed in it and get the lessons. Because if you don't do it a hundred percent, then maybe something doesn't work and you're not a hundred percent sure if what you're doing wasn't working or if you weren't working a hundred percent. So really you going and doing those podcasts was how you started to become the kind of person who does solo podcasts and learn from it or at and least grow. View myself as that type of person. And just like how much faster did it happen when you were thinking about it and you were like you were doing a little bit of learning about it, just like figuring out how to organize your content and all that type of stuff. And then you started doing it and the growth process from suppose podcast number one that just a funny um, I know yesterday we talked about me not teasing people, but I'm about to tease you right now. <laughs> where it took you couple hours to do a 10-minute solo podcast on your first yeah, try. Yeah, crazy. A 15-minute podcast took me like two, two and a half hours. Two and a half to get, hours. To get out. <laughs> it was so painful. And so now you're just like 
banging them out like Busting it's your job. Out. <laughs> Point number two is one of the most powerful things I've learned in my entire life because what we're taught in school is that learning happens through reading and being spoken to, like being lectured at. I have never, ever worked well in that type of environment unless I'm like reading something because I truly want to like it's a little bit different but like if i'm in a in a school setting it just doesn't do well and being spoken to and just watching and consuming content i learn but i have no confidence in actually doing the thing um, so the distinction here is to actually go out and practice the skill that you want to build, actually go and do the thing that you want to do rather than just reading about it, rather than just taking courses, the faster you can get out there and do it, you're, you're going to create this feedback loop for yourself where you're able to iterate and get better much, much more rapidly. I think it kind of points to we have our WAG coach certification where we train people on how to become nutrition coaches. And a lot of people that come to our nutrition coach certification have done many other nutrition coaching certifications before, but they have yet to have the confidence to actually take the leap to actually do what it is that they're trying to learn about. And part of our certification gets them actually coaching. So we have a sample check-in piece of the process where they get a check-in from a client and they have to respond to that check-in and then they get feedback on it. And it is almost as if they're actually doing the coaching. And that has quite surprisingly, like we didn't know this was going to be the most popular part of the certification, but over and over, we're getting the feedback that the ability to actually do coaching, like to actually get in there and do what it is that you're trying to do is giving people the confidence to realize that they can do it. Um, before you even try, it's hard to know if you, it's easy to talk yourself out of it. It's easy before you try a solo podcast to say, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Um, the people that I listen to that do solo podcasts are like so amazing for all these reasons. I'm nothing compared to them. It's easy to get wrapped up in the why you shouldn't do it. And then when you do it, you realize it's almost, I think, I don't think it's ever as big of a deal as you think it is. You finish it, it's done, and you're just proud of yourself. And I think that um, that's probably why that part of the certification is really, really helpful to people to get them actually to have the confidence to continue doing which helps them learn. And I think it kind of brings us on to the next point, which is to immerse yourself in what it is that you're trying to learn rather than just like dipping your toe in. I think I'm one of those people that as soon as I'm like really on a roll with learning about a topic, it actually starts to consume a huge section of my life. So in terms of- that, That's a great feeling, right? Yeah. To be consumed, like you're so curious and passionate about it. Like you just want to spend all of your time doing it. And I think that's what's like kind of what's amazing about the step number one of like setting a time to it. This doesn't have to take over your life forever. So I think sometimes there's this fear of like, it's not only thing I want to do, but it's such a great way to learn really quickly. So just carve out a period of time, like 90 days or one month or whatever it is, and really immerse yourself in it. So that can look like a whole bunch of different things. For me, if it's attaining knowledge, I'll be reading books about um, a particular topic. I'll be listening to podcasts about that particular topic. I'll be having conversations with people about that particular topic. I'll like reach out to friends and then my network of people to get connected to people that are really 
like thought leaders in that space. thought leaders in that space or people that I know that are good at the thing that I'm trying to do. So one example is um, we've been talking a lot about planning a family and um, pregnancy and so much is involved in that. So what I've been doing over the past like six months is immersing myself in conception and fertility and what you eat during pregnancy and what about your cycle and when can you get pregnant? And you might and- notice on almost every podcast, every brute podcast lately, I'm talking to every guest about like, how do they parent? What are you proud of? Yeah. So we're really immersing ourselves in pregnancy, conception, parenting, um, all of that type of thing to just cons- to really learn a lot about it, to feel you and I are the type of people that really love to like really know what we're getting ourselves into so that we can do it. That just like makes us feel better for sure. So Number three is to immerse yourself rather than just dipping your toe in it. And then finally, number four is to reflect. So I did this podcast with David Epstein, who wrote the books The Sports Gene and Range. And he does a lot of work on figuring out how to learn faster. And he said that what he found is that the people who learn faster are self-regulatory learners. And one of the most common characteristics of them is that they have some sort of reflection process. They have an experiment and, or whatever. They're, they're, they're learning something and they're consistently reflecting on what's going well, what they can do even better. And so they're kind of coaching themselves. And I think you are a phenomenal example of this. In the keto experiment, you journaled about it every single day and you posted that to Instagram. Can they still find that mm-hmm. on? Yeah, so it's a highlight. So you can still find that. It's a highlight. But you did that every day. <laughs> yeah. It just, it really... It didn't just allow me to re- like reflect. Like it allowed me to stay. It helped me stay on track. It helped me figure out like what what I can do to make the most of my experiment. So having that reflection piece in there is really really helpful. Um, it just brings some more awareness around what you're actually doing, and so that you can make the most out of the time that you are dedicating. The one resource that I feel like is the most valuable in the world is time. So we don't want to waste any of that time. And I think that the way that we journal in general allows for us to do that and that we're checking in on the thing like the things that we're trying to grow in we're checking in on how we're doing on those so for me I have about 10 things that I'm always working on in different areas of my life and every day that every day that I journal I ask myself on a scale of one to ten how am I doing working towards my goals in this area and it continues to remind me that I'm working on this to check in and to just continue giving myself feedback So the four-step process, just to reiterate, is number one, set up an experiment with a start and end date. Number two is to actually do the thing rather than just reading about it or, you know, watching lectures. Number three is immerse yourself. And number four is to reflect. Ask yourself, what's going well and what could I be doing even better? Mm -hmm. And then if you focus on this, you're going to feel more alive, more energetic. You're going to feel like you're just, you're doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. When you, when you know how to learn, when you know you know how to learn and you know yourself, it feels um, empowering. You feel confident. You feel like you can accomplish anything that you want in the world. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. Hope you guys uh, put this into action and let us know how it's going. Let us know what you're learning. We really want to hear from you. And if you are interested in doing a nutrition challenge or you're interested in learning how to set your own macros and 
really learn how to stick to them in the first place, check out our 21 day challenge at workingagainstgravity.com forward slash 21 day challenge. Or you can just go to the homepage on the website and it's going to be right there at the top of the page. Yeah. It is 21 days to immerse yourself in nutrition, behaviors, habits, um, how to just get in control of what it is that you're doing and how to get results that you've always wanted. Yeah, it really is an immersion program that allows you to reflect on your process the entire way through. And you're not just reading about it. You're actually doing it right out of the gate. Totally. Cool. I love it, guys. Later, guys. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.